0: Thank you. Appreciate it. How's everybody feel? Hey, I, in just a second, I'll pray, uh, and I got your back. So, and I do want to say, just uh, in front of everybody here, thanks so much for uh, having me today, having our team. Uh, we love North Central, and uh, uh, President Scott. We just your what I've been able to see in you stepping into this position and being an alumni from North Central. Your, you, the, the vision that you have, uh, yet the, the, the pastoral heart that is evident even in moments close in worship just like that is inspiring for me as a young pastor. I want to be, be a pastor that has great vision, that greater days are ahead. Um, but always have a pastoral heart for the person that's in front of me. And uh, you have that, and I'm inspired by you. So thanks for having me today. Um, like you said, my name's Kirk, and I, uh, I work at River Valley Church, and I uh, have the opportunity to be a campus pastor at the Minneapolis campus right downtown. And uh, yeah, shout out. Anybody from Minneapolis campus? Let's do it. Let's, all right, great. Four of you. Thanks a lot. I thought... I thought uh, Anyways, but I've also got my wife and my daughter. Can we get, make some noise for my wife and daughter right here? Just give a little wave. Kaylee, we've been married for six years, and my daughter's on her headphones watching YouTube right now, so she's three years old. She's a legend. Her name is Adley, and my wife is pregnant, and uh, so we're excited, excited for another baby. It's amazing, and then... Um, like the president just said uh my my dad my my mom, anybody love Dr. Doug Graham and Vicky Graham and uh since I have the microphone, I just want to take just a second if it's okay with you guys to just talk uh to my parents in front of everybody uh, It'll just take a second. I will preach, I promise, but uh mom, love you, and uh it's uh, you I, I, I know and feel the love of Jesus and, and the grace of Jesus and the mercy uh, that Jesus has shown me through the lens of how you have shown me those things. And uh, you, have, you have saved me from, at times, punishment that I deserved. And you have given me great gifts that I didn't deserve my entire life. And um, just, just know that I view the love of Jesus through the lens of how you've loved me my entire life, and I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful for that. And, um, yeah, give it up for my mom. And, uh, Dad, love you. And uh, I'm just wasting this time in front of everybody, but it's worth it. Uh, love you. And uh, I, I, I was arrested at 14 years old, and... Um, and I'll never forget my dad coming home and saying, the next few months of your life, the next season of your life, is going to be the hardest, worst, <laughs> toughest season of your life because of the consequences of your actions. And, and you said, but I'm going to be with you every moment of, of, of that. And um, the way that you've loved me, even in the midst of my failure, um, I've done a lot of things in my life that have put... You know, because of humanity, shame and, and feeling guilt and all that. Um, but, mom and dad, uh, I, I've never been shamed by you one time. And I felt loved by you every moment of my life. And I stand on your shoulders today. I'm in ministry today because of you. And, and thanks so much. Give it up one more time. All right, let's do it. Uh, if you got your Bibles, we're going to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. Anybody heard of Moses? Let's do it. Uh, Exodus chapter 3 and a little bit of 4. And it's this moment. Moses is this guy. Uh, he's a, a Hebrew. He's adopted into uh, the Egyptian palace. He's raised there. And uh, he, uh, he ends up finding out that he actually is a Hebrew. And, uh, and there's a situation where he, he murders an Egyptian. He gets driven into the wilderness for 40 years. He's hiding. And uh, when we go to Exodus chapter 3, um, this is the moment where Moses is called into by God what he was created to do. And Moses in this moment finds out that God has chosen him to deliver the Hebrews from the Egyptians. And, uh, and this is the story that we're going to read here. And so as you guys go there, uh, we're going to start in verse uh, 9. Verse nine, And uh, it's, it's a good amount of scripture here. And then I'll move quick from there. But uh, starting in verse 9, it says, Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me. This is God talking. And I've seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God. Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you've brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. Jump over, over to chapter four, verse one. But Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw it through the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back and the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. Now by this point, if this is me, I'm out of there because I'm not a snake guy. Anybody snake people? There's nobody here. That's right. <laughs> Reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into the shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him, and they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Verse 10. But Moses pleaded with the Lord. Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I've never been. And I'm not now, even though you've spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, my words get tangled. Then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will be with you as you speak. I will instruct you in what to say. This is crazy, but Moses pleaded again, Lord, please send anyone else. And we're going to stop there. It's a lot of scripture. Today, I'm going to preach a message. If you're taking notes, I'm going to preach a message called, Let's Go. Let's Go. Somebody say, Let's Go. go. All right. Now let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your presence here. You're with us today. And uh, we thank you for uh, the call of God that is on every single person's life here. To do great things for the kingdom of God. And Lord, I just pray that... Um, You would speak to each and every person today and that somehow by the power of the Holy Spirit, we could be transformed in the next few minutes that we could be made more like you with greater boldness, greater courage to do exactly what we were created to do. I pray these things in Jesus name. Everyone said amen. Amen. Uh, You ever met the, 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 the let's go guy? You ever met the let's go guy? Come on, everything that you do, everywhere you go, he's like, like he walks into the room and he's like, let's go, let's go, let's do this. Anybody know that guy? The excited guy, the 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 peer pressure guy? Let's do this. I was, at, I was at a movie last night, and, uh, and I was with that guy, the let's go guy. And, and uh, I get to the movie theater, and he's like, let's go. He's like, I got my AMC re- rewards card. Let's do this. Let's get the popcorn. We're in the premiere line. Let's go. Let's get some popcorn. And I'm like, dude, it's just popcorn. It's gonna be great. I'm excited too, but you're too excited. You ever met this guy, right? <laughs> He was like, "Let's go in the movie." He's every trailer, "Let's go." I'll be at that movie, every trailer like, "Oh, let's go." Excited, amped up. His name's Jason and he he just like amped up. I went to Japan with this guy, separate thing. I went to Japan with the guy at 1 a.m. under this bridge, he's, uh, he's he, I find him, he's, he's uh, freestyle rapping with some Japanese teenagers, and he's, he's, he's making up these, he's not a rapper at all, but he's, he's he, I think he's transforming old worship songs into freestyle rap to these Japanese guys. Anyways, he's the let's go guy. We end the movie last night, no lie, promise. End the movie, he goes, dude, you left your bucket. I was like, yeah, because, yeah, because the movie's already No, 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 no. He goes and gets a refill of popcorn, leaving the theater. He's the let's go guy. I'm like, dude, this guy's crazy. Anybody else do that? Get a little popcorn, eat it four days later, stale popcorn. Anybody seen that YouTube video of of uh, Shia LaBeouf and he, and he's like, just do it. Anybody seen it? Raise your hand if you've seen it. It's this, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's this video uh, where he's trying to inspire people, right? And he's like, just do it. You just just. You know, he's like, do it! You just got to do it! And, and he's trying to compel, just like, just got to do it! It's kind of like uh, growing up, I was, I, was a, any, I was a skateboarder. Anybody skateboard? And this, by the way, this is how my brain works. So you just got to, f- we're just telling stories. But I, I used to be a skateboarder, and anybody, like the first time you drop into a half pipe... You know, you're like scared out of your mind and all your friends are like, let's go. Let's do it. Just ready. One, two. And it's like, stop counting. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. And you're like, I can't. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. But the friends that are like, just go, just go. You just got to do it. And you get to the bottom. You're like, oh, man, I did it. I did it. Uh, today, I just want to tell you that our God is the let's go guy. Our God is the let's go guy. He will call you into things that you feel like you're not qualified for. He will ask you to do things that you feel like you don't have the experience, the knowledge. You don't have the upbringing. You don't have the education. You, 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 you don't have the gifts and the talents, but he'll ask you to do it. And, and, and you're going to say, but why me? Just like Moses, but, but why me? I, can, I cannot do it. And he's going to say, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I've created and called you to do this. Let's go. God is the let's go guy. And uh, I love serving a God that's saying, let's go. I believe in you. Moses is in in this moment, and he's begging God, begging him, send somebody else. And he's focused on what he does not know. He's focused on what he does not have. He's focused on what he can't do. And that's actually the truth, separate from Christ. John 15 talks about if if we're separate from Jesus, we can do nothing. He's the one that opens our lungs. He's the one that gives us breath. Moses is correct. I cannot do it. But God says, you can because I'm with you. So if you're taking notes, the first point I want to talk about, what I I don't know, I don't have, I can't do. I want to talk about what we should focus on. And there's some questions here. The first question is what has been revealed to you? What has God revealed to you? What have you, he's been, he's given you a glimpse of something, a dream in your heart. This is, this is why you're on the planet. This is what I've asked you to do. This is what your are the, the, the dream that's building up in your heart. What, what has been revealed to you in this moment, Moses, it's being revealed to him by God that, that he is the one to help lead the, the Hebrew people out of the land of Egypt to free them. This moment is being revealed in, in every single person here something's been revealed to you by God. Maybe it's a next step. Maybe it's a, a career. Maybe it's a calling. Maybe it's ministry opportunities that you just are dreaming about and it, it's been revealed to you. I wish, you know, Moses wrote in Deuteronomy 29, 29, I'll read it here. But I wish this older version of Moses would have been able to talk to the younger version in this moment. He wrote this. The Lord our God has secrets that are known to no one. We're not accountable for those secrets, but we and our children are accountable forever for all that he has revealed to us. We're held accountable for what he has revealed to us so that we may obey all the terms of these instructions. No doubt throughout this life, there will be questions that happen that we don't get the answers to on this side of eternity. Man, I... I had this hope for something and it just didn't happen. I had, had these dreams and it just fell short. I, I, keep, I keep failing and keep making these mistakes. And, and why, why? Why is this happening? These questions will arise. But we're not, a, we're not held accountable for those questions. We're held accountable for what God has revealed to us about our future and about our calling and about the dreams in our heart. The things that we have to step forward into. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. I think we just need to sometimes, we need to remove some of those, those trying to find the answers to all those questions. And we say, what has he revealed to us? And let's move forward in that. Number two, the second question is, what has been resourced to you? Moses said, I don't, I don't, I don't have what it takes. And, and God says, what's in your hand? And Moses got this stick in his hand. He's just got a stick, and, and just a stick by itself is, is powerless unless you got a mean swing. A stick is powerless, and sometimes you feel like, man, I don't have much, but when it's connected with God, there's nothing that's impossible. What God can do with a stick What God can do when you give it to him with fish and loaves, what God can do with a little bit of oil, what God can do with a mustard seed sized faith, nothing is impossible. What has been resourced to you? What gifts have you been given? You might feel like I haven't haven't been given much. I I don't have much, but what God can do with a little is far beyond what we could do with a lot on our own. And even if you have nothing, you will always have God. You will always have God. Deuteronomy 31.8. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Somebody needs to hear this. For I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Matthew 28.20, teach these new disciples to obey all my commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age, even when you feel like you have nothing God is with you. The third question. Responding to, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I don't have it in me. I can't do it. Here's the question. What is your response? What is your response to God saying, I'm asking you to step out. I'm asking you to go after these dreams in your heart. I'm asking you to step into the greatness you were created for. The question is, what is your response? There's two options. Obedience. Or disobedience. And delayed obedience is disobedience, by the way. You have, a, you have an option. And I don't know about you, but I want to have this spirit of when God calls me into things that that I feel like I'm not qualified for. I don't have the gifts. I don't have the talents. I don't have the education. I haven't been able to prepare, but God's asking me to step out. I want to have this spirit that says, let's go. Let's do it. God, you're with me. Let's do it. I don't want to hesitate. I don't want to have a story written about me that Kirk pleaded with God. Please use somebody else. Do somebody else. There's got to be somebody else and plead and plead. I want to step into it right away. Does anybody here, you feel like you've got dreams in your heart? God's put something in your heart. And you want to have that spirit, the spirit of Esther that says, if I perish, I'll perish. The spirit of Daniel, that this decree goes out that everybody's going to die. If anybody prays and he goes home right away, he opens his windows and he prays. I want to have the spirit of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that says, even if God doesn't save me, I will not bow. We're living in days that need that amount of courage and need that amount of boldness. We need to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit so we can live this life, so we can have that let's go boldness. I want to have the spirit of Peter and John when they're they're arrested and, and they're being interrogated. And they say, listen, you think we're going to obey you over God? We cannot. We will not. Stop talking about the things that we've seen and heard. I want to have that type of spirit. Does anybody agree you want to have a spirit of boldness, a spirit that's courageous, a spirit that says, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, I've been in ministry now for eight years, and um, it's not a long amount of time. But, but I've also been able to, within those eight years, been able to experience different things that have, that have definitely stretched me outside of my comfort zone. And, it, and it's even things that I didn't really think about when I wanted to go into ministry. I studied music here at North Central and I want to be a worship pastor. And over the last few years, God, is, he's shifted my passions from, from worship and music, all that stuff, and I love that. But my passions have shifted to people and pastoring people and to, and, um, you know, as a pastor, I I didn't really have like a sit down with my dad and say, how do you, how do you handle it? When, when I'm asked to go to somebody's house and they're, they're, they're on their deathbed, skin and bones, gonna die in days and their children are in the room and I'm 26 years old and I don't know what I'm doing or I'm saying, and, and now I have to go in and, and say, I don't know what to say. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. Same feelings, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel qualified to be in this room. God said, I'm with you, let's go. Let's go do it. I remember just a year ago, there, there was a family in our church, and um, their baby boy had just been born a couple months earlier, and he was sick, and he was sick, and, He's in the hospital, and so our team would go and visit, we'd be praying, we're believing for a miracle. God would heal this boy, and he ended up dying. And these parents, are they, they, they weren't in a church home. They, they were just visiting because they needed a miracle, and they, they thought we should go to church. So then, then they're connected with our church, and we we're going, and he ended up dying. And I remember getting a call, and the call said, hey, Um, this is one of the doctors at the hospital and, uh, little Benjamin, he's passed away and the parents are, they've asked you to come. And so I I remember I, I remember I went to Barnes and Noble quick to find some type of book that could help them because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was kind of procrastinating the moment because I didn't know, I didn't know what to say or what to do. And, and I get to the hospital and, um. And the nurse says hey they're, they're in the room and I saw their family out in the waiting room and, I, and they said they've, they've been waiting for their pastor the family hasn't even been in there yet and, and Benjamin's in there and the parents are in there they're waiting for their pastor I've known these people for just a couple weeks and their family's out in the waiting room and I and I, I just in that moment just the Holy Spirit say let's go let's go do it and you just muster up and you step in and And, you know, I've never had a conversation with my parents. How do you handle it when you walk into a room with a mom and a dad and a dead baby on the bed? I don't know what to say. And God helped me through those moments to minister, even though I felt like I didn't know I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I feel that way a lot, to be honest. This morning, there's a lady that ran into this morning and I've never met her before but she goes to our church and she said this last message this last weekend uh impacted her and she's in a relationship and it's verbally abusive and she she doesn't know what to do and she's crying and and I the best I can do is pray and I'm, I'm just gonna give it the best I can, you know I feel this way a lot but God's helping me say let's go I I I've created you for greatness. I've created you to step into this. I've created you. It's not about what you've done. It's not about where you've been. It's not about the family you were raised in. It's not about the education that you have. All that stuff is great, especially if you've been raised in a great family. All that stuff, it's great. But it's all about the fact that God can anoint you. He can put his hand on you. He can say, I will be with you just like Moses. I will give you the right words. I will give you the right things to say. I will be with you. I will support you. And it's crazy. It's true. Without God, I have nothing. I know nothing. I can do nothing. I am nothing. But with God, there's nothing that's impossible. There's nothing that's impossible. I'd love for all of us to stand. We're going to close. I remember being in chapel and it was like 1157. And it's like, come on, wrap it up. So it's 1147. But as I close, I'd love just to open up just a little bit of response if you don't have to go. Response of saying, I have dreams in my heart and I want the courage. I want I, I, I want to be able to look situations in the face and say, I'm in, let's go, let's go, let's do it. I'm in. God, if you're calling me to it, I may not feel ready, but I'm in, let's go. If you want that spirit, I'm gonna pray in just a moment and if, you know, Taylor's gonna continue to pl- play and If you want to respond just at the altars and praying, God, would you infuse me with your Holy Spirit, with the courage? I don't know how to navigate every single situation, but God, he's helping me, and he'll help you. So what's been revealed to you? What is God speaking to you? What glimpses has he shown you about your life, about your calling? What's been resourced to you? What has God given you? And what's your response to what he's speaking to you? Is it this let's go attitude? This world needs some let's go people. There's people dying every day. They need Jesus. And then we need some let's go people saying, let's do it. Whether you're going into ministry, whether you're going to the marketplace, whatever it is you're doing. We need some let's go people that say, let's, let's reach this world. Let's save this world. Let's do it. Let's do it by the power of the Holy Spirit with Jesus in us. Let's do it. Let's pray together. Jesus, I thank you for this time. I thank you for what you're speaking, what you're doing in our lives. I just pray for people that that need greater direction for their life. I pray that you continue to reveal new things in their hearts. You continue to bring clarity. You continue to speak to them, Lord. I pray for anybody that feels like they, they, have, they haven't been resourced with much. They don't have much. They feel like they're at a disadvantage. They feel discouraged or depressed. I, I don't have much. But God, I pray that you would encourage their hearts today. That they have you. They have your power. They have your presence. You are with them. And I pray for every single person today. No matter what fork in the road we face. God, we would have the courage, every single person would have the courage to obey right away, to say, let's go. God, I thank you that you are the let's go guy, that you're encouraging us to step in, to step out, to do greater things, to have greater faith. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. At this time, you can be dismissed, but if you want to come down to the altars and pray for anybody here. You want greater boldness, greater courage, come forward.